It's Talk of the Town, 95-1 The Peak. And joining us on the line, we do have our MPP of Simcoe Gray, Brian Saunderson. Good morning to you, Brian. Good morning, Melanie. How are you? I am doing fantastic. The sun is shining in downtown Collingwood. It's a great day. Uh, I know that uh, you yourself, you were just down in London at the beginning of the week for the Association of Municipalities. How did that go? Oh, I think it was an excellent conference. Uh, I was down uh, for delegations. I participated in the delegations of our seven uh, member municipalities in the riding, and uh, and then also was involved in some delegations with the uh, Attorney General's office. And uh, from all the conversations and meetings we had, I think it was a very productive and excellent uh, conference. Now, what were some of the the main delegations for you know our region, you know Collingwood, uh, Clearview, as well as Wasaga Beach, and and in Simcoe Gray? Uh, well, there was a, a variety, uh, really. There was a number of uh, delegations um, with municipal affairs and housing, uh, talking about uh, housing and housing targets in the area, um, with the new announcement of the building. Faster Fund, uh, the township of New Tecumseh is on there. They are targeted to build 6,400 homes by 2031. Uh, And if they attain that target, then they will be able to participate in the funding. Uh, For the rural municipalities, uh, the other six in our area, we are eligible for a share of the $120 million that is set aside for smaller municipalities. So that was a bigger, that was a very big announcement. Um, there was discussions about uh, infrastructure, the cost of infrastructure going up with, uh, with the post-COVID world. We've seen a lot of uh, projects get uh, much more expensive, so that is very much a concern. And we need those that infrastructure to support our communities and to support the growth we're going to see. Um, and we had some good meetings with the Ministry of Parks. As you know, Wasaga Beach has a big provincial park, and there are seven provincial parks in the area. And uh, then we had some good discussions uh, with uh, economic development, um, looking at the ways that uh, Town of Collingwood might be able to access some funding for the uh, grain terminals and the revitalization of the spit. So there was a lot, a lot going on. As we uh, head into the fall, uh, you know, many people starting to hear about COVID, about uh, other illnesses, and the flu is going to come around. And then we we look all to our family health teams, and and whether it's you know fatigue or or just uh, ways that we can help them to to carry on to continue to to fight the good fight. I know that you were, have been in discussions uh, with a few of them recently. Yes, so uh, the Ministry of Health is trying to uh, have roundtables to engage uh, the health teams across Ontario. There's now 56 health teams, and as well, there's an overarching Ontario health team. And uh, so I have had meetings with the parliamentary assistants from uh, the Ministry of Health uh, with our South Georgian Bay health team up here in the north end, and then as well the Alliston health team down in the south end to hear uh, the concerns of our frontline healthcare providers, from uh, uh, the physicians, obviously, in the health team, but also their support staff, as well as the ROMP program. Uh, we included Michelle Hunter in the ROMP program, which is very active in both ends of the riding. So it, it was a good discussion. Um, certainly, we're seeing lots of challenges in the healthcare sector. Um, 
but uh, we have really great physicians. We have great family health teams, and uh, we are looking forward to working together to uh, to help bring uh, better care to the residents of Ontario or maintain the care. And another important announcement that was made at AMO was from the Minister of Health, Sylvia Jones, uh, who announced that uh, the public uh, health unit funding uh, it was initially established to be a 75%, um, 25% uh, cost-sharing between the health unit and the, uh, the, uh, the province and the provinces. And that had slipped to about 78-22 uh, when I was on the health unit. And uh, we, the province has just announced that the province is going back to its full 25% funding. So we're working hard to make sure that our public health units uh, are, are functioning well and uh, fully funded. So uh, because part of the pandemic response was very much a public health issue. Absolutely. Uh, when you were talking about provincial parks and, and in Wasaga Beach, yes, it has a, a very long a provincial park uh, with the beach, but there's also uh, Nancy Island. And uh, I was just actually uh, cruising around the river and taking a look at Nancy Island just the other night. I always think that, that there's so much more that could be done with that, that uh, beautiful piece of land that's there in the history. And you had an opportunity to uh, have some discussions about it recently. I did. I had a tour uh, yesterday uh, morning with uh, the Ontario Park Superintendent, John Fisher, and his staff, as well as uh, Rob Potter from the, um, and Peter, I've lost Peter's last name, my apologies, Peter, but uh, from the Friends of Nancy Island, which has been a very active uh, group in, uh, in the Sega Beach area that um, is incorporated. They're not-for-profit, and they're able to give tax receipts if people make donations and uh, it really is an incredible facility mm-hmm. uh, that really, over the last few years, um, has uh, really our access to it has shrunk. It really is only during the summer and very unfortunately not uh, open during the school year so that we can get kids through to see it. Uh, but it's quite amazing to see the burned out section of the hall that survived since uh, the War of 1812. So it was sunk in 1814 and uh, you walk into the room and you can actually still smell the smoke. It, it is amazing uh, to see this hall, and it, it is an incredible part of uh, Ontario and Canada's history, and not just this region. Um, so it was wonderful to, uh, to see the Nancy, but I think there's work to be done to, to make sure that the uh, Nancy Island facilities are kept up to speed and that we protect and recognize the importance of the hall. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, every time I, I drive by or, uh, you know, cruise by on a boat on the river and I look at the lighthouse and I'm like, I wish someone would just take a power washer to that. But I'm sure that there's, you know, uh, historical reasons why maybe that's not being happening, but it's just something that pops into my head. Uh, bringing uh, us closer to home here in Collingwood, uh, of course, the Heritage Community Church uh, has just been designated a heritage site. Yes, uh, it's very exciting. It's been, uh, the Heritage Church has been here, it goes back to 1870, so 153 years. Wow. And uh, it is such an important part of Collingwood's uh, history and black history in the region. And uh, so uh, council had voted to uh, designate uh, the church as a heritage site. And so uh, Sunday there was the official unveiling, and uh, it's located at... um, uh, on uh, Cameron Street, I think it's 108, and uh, I encourage people to go by and have a look at the uh, the historic plaque, and then there's an explanatory 
um, uh, sign, and uh, really, it, it really is incredible uh, what a role uh, um, black Ontarians have played since coming up uh, from the States, either as Empire Loyalists or escaping slavery, and their history in our region, and, uh, and that history continues. And I want to give a shout-out to uh, Carolyn and Sylvia Wilson for their role in advocating and maintaining the church, as well as uh, Sheffield Park uh, Black and Cultural uh, Museum. They do incredible work, and uh, it was just a wonderful celebration. We've been speaking with the MPP of Simcoe Gray, Brian Saunderson. Thanks so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thanks very much, Melanie. Have a great day.